Welcome to Quantum Joy Alignment. I'm Dr. Ellen Albertson, and this is with the Enlightened World Network. I am thrilled that you are here today. Today, we are going to talk all about learning to let go. And I don't know about you, but this has been a lesson that has been coming up for me again and again and again. And so I really want to share with you what I have been learning about learning to let go, some of the lessons talking about why it's so hard to let go and why it's so important, particularly if you want to come into quantum joy alignment. If you want to have more joy, you want to have more peace, the more you can let go, the more peace you can have in your life, the more you can move forward with your life and create a future that really is rocking it. And then I'm going to give you specific techniques and tools that you can use to be able to let go. And we're also going to be talking about what's going on astrologically. I'm going to be pulling some tarot cards to give us some ideas about how we can kind of dance with these transits that are happening right now. Particularly, we've got a lot of this Aquarius energy, which is the energy of the collective and innovation. Got Pluto just entered and the other personal planets, uh, Mars and Mercury and Venus have been moving into Aquarius and meeting Pluto, what that kind of means. And then I'm going to be doing a meditation for you that is going to really help you to come into quantum joy alignment and let go. And talking about letting go, if you notice, I'm in my, um, I'm back in Vermont. So I spend half of my time in Vermont and half of my time in Costa Rica. And I have to say, I'm talking about letting go, getting back here. My whole being was kind of like, what the heck is going on? Uh, it was a lot of letting go, wishing I was back in Pura Vida land. So many things I had to let go of. I mean, I found um, over and over again, the books I was reading, I was reading a book by Jack Cornfield. I've also been reading Lighter by Young Pueblo, which had a whole chapter about letting go. Every podcast I listened to, every kind of journal, when I was looking back in my journal, looking about letting go. So letting go has been coming up over and over and over again. Um, I personally had to let go of some relationship issues, just uh, some some things that were happening, some people I was um, relating to, just having to let go of some of these old stories about relationships and really bring some new freshness into relationships. I needed to let go of things like my flight was canceled. My flight back from Costa Rica was just totally canceled. So letting go of all of those plans when I got back to Vermont, none of my technology was working. So you get the deal, right? I'd love to know in the comments box if letting go has been showing up for you. I was teaching um, Reiki on uh, Saturday at uh, Soul Shine Yoga. It was a beautiful class and it's like everybody in the class was also talking about letting go. And I think that's part of what's going on with this um, Pluto transit, shaking things up wherever that uh, Aquarius is in your chart. For me, it's all about relationships. So I had to let go of some of these stories about relationships. The main one for me was this story that I had about leaving my 25 year marriage and feeling like I broke up the family and realizing that the family was really broken and I needed to leave. And so that was a big letting go of some of the, the guilt that I had about what happened. And so there's just many examples of letting go. And um, let's talk first about why it's so important to let go. 
Well, if you want to be in quantum joy alignment, so if you want to have your emotions, your thoughts, your intuition, your connection with spirit, your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, all in this sort of joyful alignment so that you're in this much higher vibrational frequency. So you start to manifest a life that you love. If you're holding on to uh, old things, stories, not letting go of things, whether that that are objects, behaviors, relationships, uh, you're going to stay very stuck because your brain really is a very sophisticated kind of a computer and it just plays the same old tapes. And if you're holding on to things, it's going to be like Groundhog Day where you're repeating the same behaviors. You're stuck in relationships that are keeping you from the joy that you want from moving forward from what you want to do next in your life. Maybe you're you're really holding on to a place because there's some fear around moving or changing jobs or where you live. When we hold on to things, we stay very, very stuck. When we let go, it enables us to move forward. It opens up the doors for opportunities. And when you release, you find peace. When you release a little bit, you find a little peace. When you release a lot, you find a lot of peace. But it's not easy. And the main reason that it is so challenging to let go is because our brains have a built-in negativity bias. And what this means is that um, we, were again, repeat the same stories, particularly negative things. So we hold on to negative emotions, negative thoughts, because our brain is interested in keeping us safe. And by being able to anticipate what might go wrong and holding on to those things that those old stories and behaviors, the brain's trying to protect you. Your brain's not interested in you being joyful and enlightened and moving forward. In some ways, it's kind of actually more protective to just sort of be sad and just stay in bed and watch TV and eat because you're safe and protected. If you think about back in you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago uh, in prehistoric times, if people could just not use a lot of energy, if they could stay safe, if they could eat a lot of food, particularly in the winter, kind of hibernate and hang out, there was a better chance that they would survive. So we maintain the same brain that our ancestors had hundreds of thousands of years ago, yet at the same time, we're living in a very different environment. So this holding on really keeps us from the peace that we want, it keeps us from that quantum joy alignment where we are making changes in our frequency in the present. I talk about this a lot. Quantum joy alignment is really dipping into the quantum level, the energetic level, your frequency, what energy you frequent most of the time. And we do this physically by working on our bodies, by working our minds and working on our emotions. If we're stuck in the past and really not letting go of things, our frequency is going to be that past energetic frequency. And it's going to make it very hard for us to move forward. But again, it's not our fault. It's kind of this built in negativity bias. We also really, um, it's, it's really hard to let go of things because again, we feel safe. We feel safe in that relationship that isn't working or in that job, that paycheck that isn't really serving us. This is something I work with my clients on all the time, staying safe and stuck rather than moving forward into opportunity and possibilities. And if you're feeling stuck, 
please feel free to reach out to me at themidlifewhisper.com. That's themidlifewhisper.com. I would be happy to have a clarity call with you to take a look at what's going on in your life, maybe going looking at what's going on with you astrologically as well, and really helping you to figure out what you need to do to come into quantum joy alignment so that you can really create a life you love. But we stay stuck because it is really safe. I know I stayed in a relationship long um, for a long time when it no longer was serving me because I felt safe in the relationship. So there's a lot of fear. There's also a lot of self-definition, right? So just thinking about all of our stuff, all of our uh, belongings that we have, we keep these things because if they help to define us, whether that is, you know, an, an object that we should throw out. We know that decluttering is a great way to raise your vibration, to get rid of some things, to have more peace, less stuff in your life. But we hold on to things because our possessions really define us. Our possessions define us. Our, you know, behaviors define us. Our ways of being defined as our relationships. And so it's kind of scary thinking, gosh, if I let go of all of those things, then I would find myself in a place where I don't know, you know, how I would actually be able to define myself. And I want to share with you um, the quote that came up for me with Jack Kornfield is to let go does not mean to get rid of it. To let go means to let it be. When we let go and we come into compassion, things come and go on their own. So when we're able to recognize that we need to let go of people, places, control, stuff, we really are able to come into this place of allowing things to come and go. We come into the present moment. We come into this place of really being to, able to accept what is going in on in our lives. And it really is in the present moment that we're able to create the change that we want to happen. If we're holding on all of us stuff, we can't come into the present and we can't create this future that we want. So when we are able to let go, it really helps foster a sense of acceptance of what is going on in our lives right now, a sense of peace. And then we all of a sudden can find that we're open to some higher vibrations like joy, like happiness, um, like gratitude. So let me um, talk a little bit about uh, why, um, I talked a little bit about why it's so difficult, but specifically what we can do. And I just want to mention too, just the, um, the benefits of it is that it helps, stops us from repeating the past. When we let go, um, we come and can come into this quantum joy alignment where we can really use the present moment to create more joy, more happiness, a higher frequency. We experience more peace, more calm in our lives. We experience freedom. So, so much of this holding on to stuff, trying to control our lives really keeps us very stuck and, and is a source of pain and suffering that's holding us back. It improves our relationships and it really fosters personal growth. But again, it's hard because of attachment. Uh, we're also taught that this stuff, these things we hold on to will make us happy. And if we're afraid of loss. We're afraid if I let go, what if I throw that thing out and I need it later? What if I end that relationship and don't find someone else in my life? So 
we are, have so many reasons why we hold on. So let me talk a little bit about what we can do to let go of relationships that aren't working, stuff that's not working, habits that aren't working, trying to control everything, maybe a job that's not working. The first thing is to um, notice when you are blaming other people, other situations, and not taking full responsibility for your life. So often we shift the blame to someone else. It's a sign that something needs to let go. So stop blaming and complaining. Next, ask yourself, why do I care? Why is it so um, important for me to hold on to this thing? Or why do I care about this goal? That's another thing to let go of. I'm finding in my own life some of the goals that I've just been holding on to for ages, specifically around some things around the work that I'm doing in the world that hasn't been working. I keep kind of, again, repeating the same thing. And I was like, you know what? I need to let go and let God. I need to let go of some of the habits, the things that I am doing in my work so that I can open up to something new. That's a little scary, particularly, you know, if you're at midlife and you're thinking, gosh, am I too old to open up to a new thing in my life, a new relationship, a new career? You're not. You are never too old to open up to a new dream, a new goal. It can be kind of scary to not know what that next thing is, but it also can be kind of exciting to think, gosh, there's all of these possibilities. If I let go of those goals, if I let go of those old habits, those old stories, if I create a little bit of space in my life, I can open up to new things coming into my life. So maybe doing a, a little journaling around why do I care so much about this relationship that's not working or this job that I don't like or what am I afraid of? So maybe do a little bit of journaling around why letting go is challenging for you and why you care so much about the thing that you're trying to release. Make a decision to let go. So I decide to let go of that, you know, box of belongings. I know for me, I've got a closet over here. Um, it's like skeletons in the closet that's just filled with clothing. Last year, I did this amazing um, true style journey and I changed my style up, but I'm still holding on to this clothing that doesn't suit me anymore. It doesn't suit who I am in the present and I need to sort of get in that closet. And if you're doing the decluttering thing, which is a great way to raise your vibration, to come into quantum joy alignment, Start with those things that you don't care as much about, you know, get rid of that extra, you know, can opener that you have or that old food that's in the back of the cupboard that's way past its expiration date. Get rid of those things that are easy before you dive into the, the deeper things that have the sentimental meaning. And if you want to get rid of some more of your stuff that maybe you have a sentimental attachment to, maybe do some journaling around gratitude and around the memories, because that's really what's important, not the thing itself. It's the what you are, um, what is attached, the memory, but you can hold on to being grateful for the person or thing in your life that, that you have without actually holding on to it. So um, after you make a decision, um, to let go and you actually write it down. You can set an intention. I intend to let go of these things in my life. 
that I think is really important as you're in this process. And I think of it a lot as, um, you know, composting. So you're taking all of these things you want to let go of. And we have a, a big compost heap that we keep to grow our food in our garden. It's kind of like the no mud, no lotus. These, these things that you're letting go of are like compost that you kind of put in the soil of your life. So you can plant new seeds and water them and give them light and the right environment. But it's super important as you're comp composting all the things you want to let go of to affirm that you are safe and trust that you'll be okay. And this brings in a little bit of, you know, the self-compassion piece of knowing that you can take care of yourself, that you are there for yourself. So really bringing in some of the self-love and self-compassion as you go through this process of being kind to yourself as you uh, get rid of things, maybe, you know, rewarding yourself or, you know, going and doing something nice for yourself after you've let go and thinking about what do I need to support myself as I go through the, the, um, the scariness or the pain of letting go of things. How can I um, be there for myself? Maybe even making a list of how I can care for myself. Maybe I need to, you know, go for a long walk or talk to a coach or a therapist or just take a hot bath or watch some silly TV to kind of bring my vibration up as I'm letting go of things, which is a difficult process. How can I practice self-compassion, being kind rather than judgmental, understanding common humanity that we all hold on to things? And that we all make mistakes. That's another piece uh, that comes in with the letting go is this forgiveness piece. I had to do a lot of forgiveness around letting go of some things from my past, particularly around relationships with people that I care about. So being kind to yourself, understanding common humanity, that we all um, have things we need to let go of, that we all make mistakes. We all kind of accumulate too much stuff. You're not alone. You don't feel so isolated. And then being mindful as the old memories come up, as this desire to maintain things, the status quo comes up and the fear comes up, ask yourself, what do I need right now to move through this? And practicing self-compassion, it's a practice, just like letting go is a practice, really helps us to love ourselves because one of the, the key ways we can truly love ourselves is by letting go so that we can become more of who we are. We can come into the fullness of our being, just like, well, again, the composting, planting those seeds in the, in the compost of what you are letting go of in your life and watering them, giving them sunlight. That helps you to, the seed knows who it, who it is, right? And when it's given the right conditions, it can grow. So when you're letting go, you're watering your own seeds of being, whatever it is that you're letting go. And let me know in the comments box, if you're listening on YouTube or Facebook, what are you letting go of in your life and how are you working on that? So learning to affirm, affirming that you're safe, trust that everything's going to be okay. Learning the lessons when you move on, right? Like what are the lessons that you are learning? A big lesson for me is um, what I had to let go of is was a lot of control. There were um, people in my life who I love who weren't getting along. And my MO is kind of like to dive in there and try to make everything okay. I've got a Libra moon. So I'm always about like keeping everything in balance. And I had to let go of control. I had to just say, you know what? This is between them. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, in the moment, there was nothing I could do. Maybe beforehand, I learned some things that I could do and I could speak to the people in my life and try to um, 
make amends and smooth things over a little bit, but there's really, there was no, nothing I could do. I had to let go of control, which is another key point is really remembering the serenity prayer. Um, and maybe I'll put that in the comments box, but it's so powerful. It's God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference, right? So important to know, to accept what I can't change, to let go of the things I can't change, to let go of that control. We see this a lot if you're a parent, right? Our kids are growing. We want to control them. We want to hold on to them, right? We don't want them to get injured or have anything difficult happen to them, but we have to let them get out of the nest, whatever that is, whether that is just, you know, going to school for the first time or leaving for college, we really need to let go of that control and the courage to change the things that you can change and the wisdom to know the difference um, between the two. Uh, so uh, that's super important, remembering the serenity prayer. Meditation is really, really a key thing to utilize, to let go. So we'll do a, a guided meditation in a few minutes. But then as things come up, right, as, as maybe it's a thought you want to let go of or a behavior or an aspect of a relationship or maybe, you know, something that you need to let go of in your relationship with yourself, when we meditate, a lot of the things that... Um, are keeping us stuck, things we need to let go of come percolating to the surface. And when we can observe them and observe, you know, how our bodies feel when these thoughts come up. So observe ourselves physically, observe ourselves mentally. What are the thoughts that are coming up? Observe ourselves emotionally. What are the emotions that come up as uh, these things that I want to let go of percolate to the surface? then it helps to compost them or maybe also connecting with our intuition and asking, you know, what do I need to do to let go of this? What are the steps that I can take? So meditating is, is a key. Journaling is key. Asking for divine help and guidance. I forget this one all the time. I know that there are, are energies, beings out there who can help you to let go, to come into quantum joy alignment, to be more on your path really more in alignment with um, what you want to do in the world to be of more service in the world. And when we ask for help, when we're simply like God, spirit, source, universe, angels, guides, whoever you reach out to, when you ask for help, help is truly there. And then just knowing that brings us into this place of peace, knowing that, you know what, I don't have to take everything on my shoulders. I know a lot of my clients too, that I've been working with, a lot of people have been having shoulder and neck pain as we try to like hold everything up here or like tightness in our hearts because we're trying to let go of something and maybe there's like some tension and some heartache there we can really feel that but asking for divine help asking for healing and noticing what comes up so sometimes divine guidance can you know show up as you know a book or something that you see on social media um, or just something that pops into your head or something you see, you know, uh, while you're watching TV comes in lots of different ways. So ask for help. Notice what shows up for you. And again, practicing self-compassion. I emphasize this, I think, every single show because self-compassion, treating yourself the way you would a good friend is a game changer. When you practice self-compassion, you really start to love yourself. You're able to accept what is, to let go of what no longer is working in your life. You're able to talk to yourself the way you would a good friend, to be that supportive presence that you need in your life, to notice when you're stressed and suffering. And instead of plowing forward, you give yourself what you need. And you also 
notice that you know you're not a perfect being and everything doesn't have to be perfect and i think, think that's something that we all need to let go of right this idea that everything needs to be perfect i need to be perfect and also a lot of us i think are i know myself i don't know if you are people pleasers this idea that i've got to please everybody you don't so important to please yourself and as we're in this week leading up to valentine's day so much is about loving yourself. You have to love yourself before you love other people and letting go of things that are no longer serving you, whether that is your stuff, your behaviors, your habits, relationships, uh, career aspects where you're living, all of these things. That's one of the most loving things that you can do. And again, I am here to support you. If you would like some help letting go, transforming your life, you can reach out to me at themidlifewhisperer.com. And you can also leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about this topic of letting go. Let me know what you're struggling with. I'd love to know what you are letting go of in your life. I think at midlife, another thing we're also letting go of just changes of an identity. There's a lot of at midlife. One of the big challenges is that um, the, you know, there's, there's less time ahead of us and behind us. And we might have some regrets. We might feel like I can't do all of those things that I thought I could do in my twenties and my thirties, as we get into this midlife space. Also, if you're, you're in a female body, letting go of what's going on with menopause, how much do I have control of you have control over a lot in terms of your diet. You can, you know, speak with a trained physician around what you can do if you want hormone replacement therapy or something else, but letting go of that changing and transforming of your body, letting go and being okay with the whole aging process and seeing the beauty as you become wiser, as you live each day to the fullest extent. So I hope that was um, powerful for you. I know that's something that I continue to work on in my life. I hope that um, you're able to utilize some of these techniques to let go. And so talking a little bit about what's going on astrologically, I think the big thing is that we're really right in Aquarius season. Pisces season starts on the 19th, next um, a week from today. And there's going to be some big transits there. But what's really happening is first we had sort of Pluto marching into Aquarius. It, it held hands with the sun, went into Aquarius for the first time in, you know, like 200. And I think it's like uh, 284 years that Pluto takes to go around the sun. So this is the first time in our lifetime. Pluto dipped into Aquarius. Um, earlier last year, but um, it's going to be transitioning through Aquarius through the next 20 or so years. And so Pluto is all about transformation and Aquarius is all about um, innovation. And so you might see some changes in technology. It's also all about the collective. So the we of thinking about how am I of service to the change that I want to see in the world. And so first we had a Mercury go through. So changing our thoughts in terms of, um, you know, Pluto transforming our thoughts in terms of how we're viewing innovation and how we're engaging with the collective. And so tomorrow we have, um, I'm sorry, we had, we had Mars, Mars going through Mars is actually entering Aquarius uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, and then Mars is going to um, conjunct with Pluto on uh, Valentine's Day. And so Mars in, in um, Aquarius is kind of interesting. Mars is really what's called exalted in Capricorn. It likes being in the Capricorn. It can get things done. It goes to Aquarius and Aquarius is so much about the we. And so Mars is really kind of about that ego, right? And so we have to kind of think about where is my ego? How do I be empowered? 
and also contribute to the collective without feeling like I need to be forcing just my agenda. And so I think that's a lot of what this Mars in Aquarius is really about is feeling empowered without feeling like you need to force what's going on and seeing how you fit in, how what you are here to do, how you're here to serve really impacts the collective. And if like me, you're a midlife woman, woman, you know, you impact up to four generations, your grandkids, your kids, your peers, your parents, you are very, very powerful. So thinking about how do I take that ego that I have, and we need our egos, right, that self identity. And how do I marry that with what's going on in society so that I can help create a world that is a better place. So it's about empowerment, but not um, being empowerment with at the same time being in this place of service to the collective good. So it's a little about what is going on astrologically. And we also have Venus is also going to be entering Aquarius, uh, I think on Friday. So a lot of this Aquarian energy is our personal planets, which really inform what's going on with us personally hit uh, Pluto, which is really um, an outer planet that's more about this collective energy. So it's kind of interesting. I've been really uh, focusing on uh, charts, for the chart for myself and my clients, because this is these are such powerful transits. So let's pull a couple um, tarot cards and see what is going on, what we need to know this week. All right, so let me shuffle here for a moment, just asking that... The cards would come up for what we need to know. And a lot of you have been saying that this is your favorite part of the Quantum Joy Alignment Show. It's one of my favorite parts. I have been reading tarot. Gosh, I've been interested in tarot and astrology um, for pretty much my whole adult life, but it's taking me a long time to kind of come out of the spiritual closet. I have more degrees than a thermometer. For the longest time, I really um, kind of hit a lot of the spiritual things that I love and do out of sort of fear and uh, really decided that it's, it's really time to, to be myself, to be authentic. And I just love tarot. It's something super immediate about pulling the cards and connecting with the energy of these amazing, um, the, the meaning behind them and the beautiful pictures. And I'm back in Vermont. So I've got my good old Rider weight that I think I've had for probably about 30 years. So I like to split it into three and sort of see what do we need to know this week. All right. So Knight of Cups. So the Knight of Cups is really about, um, you know, digging into your dreams. And so I feel like this card is really telling us to, as we let go, and we've had a number of Neptune transits, there's a Venus-Neptune transit happening um, as well, is really being able to um, connect with our dreams, but also at the same time, being real with what is going on in our with with our our lives. So I feel like in the light of what I've been talking about at letting go, we might be able we might need to let go of some of the dreams that we've had. But at the same time, as we let go of dreams, we're creating space for new dreams, for new goals, for things that might be more in alignment. And I think that's a lot of what is going on with the, the Pluto transit and the transits of Mercury, Mars, and Venus coming into Aquarius is letting go of some of our old ways of doing things and our old dreams and really um, creating some new dreams and new ways of being in our lives. All right, so that's the first card. And then we've got um, the uh, four of, uh, of swords. Four of swords is all about rest. 
So this is such a great card. Think about it. This is Shavasana card in yoga, right? After we do a yoga practice, it's the most important thing is just to lie down and incorporate the work that we've just done. And I'm feeling like as we, um, as things are transitioning and happening so fast, and there's these big changes that are happening with the collective and with us each individually, so important to rest and integrate all of this. So as you're letting go of things, give yourself an opportunity to rest and integrate, whatever that means for you. Maybe it's taking a nap or listening to music or having a nice bath or taking a walk out in nature or doing some journaling, but it's so important to rest and reset, to find that people peaceful place inside of you as you let go. And this big piece of, you know, I find for me self-compassion, sometimes the most compassionate thing that we can do for ourselves is nothing. And I think also with Valentine's Day, sometimes it can bring up um, that we might not like a situation in terms of romantic partnerships. And so resting with what is and giving yourself what you need and, you know, being your own Valentine's Day, wh wherever you're at with your um, your relationships, you can love yourself. Like in this moment, you can just like put your hands on your heart or give yourself a little hug and we can be there for ourselves and be our own Valentines. And this really raises our frequency because love is truly the highest frequency, the highest vibration, and it will attract more love into your life. And finally, what we need to know, we've got the King of Cups upside down. So uh, the King of Cups is really about bringing, um, being uh, able to, creatively uh, express yourself in the world and also being able to be a boss of your emotions. And I feel like when cards are upside down, I don't read them as exactly the reverse. I kind of read them as blocked. So I would say this is a really great week, again, as you let go, as you um, engage with this new energy happening in, in Aquarius, that you really tap into your own emotional frequency and you're a boss of your emotions. You know, emotions come and go, but we can learn how to productively regulate our emotions and, and self-compassion is an emotional regulatory technique where we're able to recognize this is how I'm feeling right now. And, and maybe I want to, you know, shift my vibration, my emotions, how I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling, you know, kind of sad and I want to feel in maybe a more neutral place, maybe I can reach for something like gratitude, thinking about what I'm grateful for today. Or I notice that I'm angry. Perhaps we can get in touch with the softer emotions behind the anger. Love, where's the lack of love in my life? That's another thing I should say too, in terms of letting go, a great technique if you want to let go of a relationship write a letter to the person that you want to let go of that relationship don't send it but put your you know if you're feeling some anger some frustration some tension write it out and then do the hanapanapana prayer as well of forgiveness of just thanking that person for what you know for being in your life forgiving them and moving on so um these three cards are really saying um to to dream, but maybe to change um, the dreams that you're having. So maybe to to really re-analyze uh, your dream, and maybe you know maybe you're not dreaming enough. Maybe you can dream bigger. Let some of the dreams go. Reconnect with your dreams, particularly as you let go of other things in your life. Finding time for rest, 
So making time, particularly if you are, you know, in a place where it is cold and dark and gray, like where I am in Vermont right now, the hibernation is key. So give yourself opportunities to rest. And then finally, becoming the boss of your emotions. So, you know, when you're coming into quantum door alignment, it's an inside out job that's so much about um, changing your frequency. I talked a lot about that on last week's show, which you can check out on my YouTube channel if you're interested in that. But it's really about checking in with yourself and noticing where is my vibration physically? So how am I feeling physically? Where is my vibration mentally? What are the thoughts that are going on in my mind? Are they positive thoughts? Are they negative? Are they neutral? Just observing what is going on. And then also emotionally noticing what emotions am I feeling using something like the Abraham Hicks um, guidance scale is really powerful where there's a spiral of the downward spiral of emotions and the upward spiral of emotions. And so seeing where am I at on the scale and what could I do to raise my vibration to a, a higher place? So that's a really powerful way of checking in. It's also great to just do some journaling and write out all the things you love in your life, write about how you can do more of those things that you love to come into quantum joy alignment. And then also doing a gratitude list. What are five things that you are grateful for today? Just two powerful techniques, thinking about what you love and doing the gratitude is a really great way to come into more quantum door alignment and raise your frequency. So let's go ahead and do a vibrate, uh, do a meditation designed to help you to let go. So go ahead and find a comfortable position. You can sit down or lie down, whatever works for you. Just taking a moment to just connect with your breath. So let's take some deep breaths. So the breath is so much about breathing in what you need today and just exhaling what you don't. Just making the exhalation a little longer than the inhalation. And one more deep breath. So let's check in with our physical, mental, and emotional frequency to start. So noticing, how does my body feel today? Maybe doing a little body scan, noticing where your body might be tight, where you're holding any stress, any tension. So just starting with your toes and working up through your legs, working up through your hips, your core and your torso, noticing your neck and shoulders, your face. Maybe wiggling a little bit and just letting go of any tension you might be experiencing, checking in with your body, then noticing your thoughts. What are the running dialogue that's going through your mind? Maybe there's some repetitive thoughts that you want to notice and let go of. Some thoughts about yourself, maybe some thoughts about others, especially those thoughts that are around your not being worthy enough. And then connecting with your emotions. How are you feeling emotionally today? Are you in a place of peace and gratitude and love? 
Or maybe you've been feeling some stress and disappointment, maybe some anger, frustration, just noticing where am I at emotionally today? Maybe where would I like to be at? Taking a moment and connecting with your heart, breathing into your heart, chest area. Connecting with your intuition. Just asking yourself, what would I like to let go of in my life? And just notice what comes up for you. What would I like to let go of today? maybe asking yourself, why do I care? Why am I holding on to this? Notice what comes up. And I'd like you to imagine that you have a big black box. You walk over to the box. Maybe you need to climb on a chair, seeing this big black box and there's a huge lid and you're opening up the box. Just place in the box whatever came up for you that you want to let go of. So maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a habit that's not serving you, maybe it's something that you've been telling yourself, a story, a belief that's no longer working for you, maybe it's a fear, a job, a place you're living, maybe it's some stuff. So take all the things that came up for you and place them in the box. And as you're doing this, I'm just sending you healing energy. When you're done, I want you to close the top of the box. And I want you just to find yourself, visualize yourself seated in a beautiful, safe place. You're still seeing the box there. Notice that the box is shrinking. It's getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And this thing you're wanting to let go of in your life is totally disappearing from your life. Just notice that you feel safe, you feel peaceful, you feel calm. As you let go of this thing in your life or this person, this place, whatever it is. And just noticing I am safe, I am happy, I am free. Noticing how much lighter you feel, maybe even seeing yourself just lifting off the ground and flying with this new freedom. As you let go of this heavy weight, this box has disappeared. It has literally eaten whatever has been troubling you, whatever you need to let go of. And just notice how light and free you feel. Notice what emotions are coming up for you as you feel this new freedom. And see if there's anything new now that you have a little bit of space. Maybe there's something new you want to do or some way you want to take care of yourself, some new self-care routine or something new you want to do now that you've displaced, you've gotten rid of this thing or relationship or belief or behavior is there something new that you want to bring into your life and just notice what comes up for you
And then bringing your hand to your heart just to thank yourself for showing up today. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you let go, release, and find peace. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you let go and find peace. May we all be safe. May we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all find peace. And when you are ready, going ahead and wiggling your fingers and toes, opening your eyes, coming back to the room, and perhaps taking a few minutes to write down what came up for you, what you let go of, what your intention is to continue this process of composting what's no longer working for you. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you showing up and doing this work with me. Really helps me to be of service. I love seeing each and every single one of you here. Let me know what you think about the show in the comments. Please do subscribe to my channel if you are watching on YouTube. And if you need to reach out to me, it's themidlifewhisperer.com. That's themidlifewhisperer.com. Have a great week and I will see you next